0: Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How are y'all doing today? Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here once again. I appreciate y'all. Hello to everybody up top. What's up with y'all in the middle? I see y'all and everyone down below. How's it going? I see y'all. Y'all looking great. Today we are talking about isolation. I chose this topic. I believe I chose this topic because I tend to self-isolate. I have in my past. I definitely think I still do it periodically at times when I get stressed out. Um, it's not a good thing. It really isn't. Um, it's, for me, has been a coping mechanism over the years. And it is, for me, it's frustrating at times, just to even deal with it, just to even be in that space. So, (sighs) hmm isolation for me it comes on when I feel overwhelmed with my thoughts perhaps I feel overwhelmed with just tasks that have to be done or the job at hand or all of it I'm sure some of you guys have felt the same way before um I don't believe I'm alone in this space I just don't hear many people talking about it and I just wanted to touch on it a little um because it's a big deal You know, when I was younger, I would have the tendency to just, you know, walk away from the crowd. I never followed the crowd anyway, but I definitely would walk away from the crowd um, just to kind of go be by myself. uh, And that would come on in many, many, many different ways. Um, Maybe, you know, brought on by anxiety, maybe brought on by vulnerability, maybe brought on by shame. I felt all those things before. Um, So I know there's something there. And I know that for me, that means that I have to continue to show up and there's work to still be done. These are things and feelings that I've had over the course of my life. Some of them have shown themselves in my adult years. And I don't just want them to be showing themselves as if it's a revolving door or as if it's okay. Okay. I don't think it's OK, at least for myself. If you think it's OK for you, that's cool. No problem there. We're all about inclusion here, not exclusion. So isolation. Um, let's 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 dig into some. Uh, I think I have some some fun facts around here somewhere that I can dig up and and, and, and talk about here. Let's see. Um, let's talk about the concept of isolation. Through this concept, analysis isolation has been theoretically defined as a state in which an individual experiences a reduction in the level of normal sensory and social input with possible involuntary limitations on physical space or movement, according to pubmed.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov. That's a mouthful. But shout out to them over there. I appreciate y'all over there at PubMed. Uh, just go to pubmed.gov. You're good. That last part of that um, limitations limitations on physical space or movement. Now we know what that means. But have you ever felt that just within yourself? I know I have. That's why I wanted to go back and touch on that to myself uh, or for myself. Yeah, I have felt that before. i I feel like my thoughts they inundate me so tough, so you know, so raw. Um, And so they're so impactful that I've had to sit down. I've had to just physically sit down. So that's why I can identify with that part of that that last line, limitations on physical space. For me, it'd be limitations on physical movement um, because it's best for me to sit down in that moment just to kind of get my thoughts together. I'm sure y'all have felt like that before. I'm not the only one, right? Right. So... We gotta, you know, keep moving. That's the one thing I know for myself. That's one way for me to combat isolation because for me, it parks me or it makes me, you know, I'll go mute. And look, I'm, this is full transparency. So, you know, I'm peeling back the layers here for y'all. Well, not for you, for me, but you guys are witnessing me peel back the layers. Excuse me. So, but uh, it just feels, um, it, it, uh, let's keep going. It feels, very in the moment because, you know, when you read information and when you do your research and you realize that you've experienced some of these symptoms, you know, it hits different. And for me, the being, you know, me and going through the evolution and doing the work, um, some of the work is... It's not all glitz. It's not all glam. It's not all like, Boy. Some of the work is very hard work. I, you know, I have to dig deep and be extremely vulnerable and very transparent. Um, and sometimes that could be very uncomfortable just in itself. And so isolation for me, um, it can be somewhat of a comfort because I get to go there and kind of just sit there. Mentally, and if I could just sit physically, oh yeah, I could just sit there um, and let the thoughts do what they want to do, but that's not being productive. And we don't, you know, we want to be proactive here. So that's what this is about. Let's keep going here. Um, One thing I'd like to know more about is uh, how do you know if you're isolating yourself? Well, this is Living Your Truth. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, you guys, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media, showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you like the post on Facebook or Twitter I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast app. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay, excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. Welcome back to Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. How y'all doing? Thank you for being here with me as you are every Saturday. We are talking about isolation today. And right before I went to break, um, I had asked the question, how do you know if you're isolating yourself? And so according to pub or publichealth.tulane.edu, the following symptoms associated with social isolation are warning signs of unhealthy social isolation. Number one, avoiding social interactions, including those that were once enjoyable. Have you ever been there? I've been there. I used to go out a lot as a young, young 20 something, a lot, a lot, a lot. Went to nightclubs, promoted parties, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Loved it. I recall as I was getting older, late 20s early 30s the I don't know I just I wasn't really into it as much hey it could have been all the party drugs I was taking or and you know all the drinking and all that stuff fusing together you know it could have been all that who knows it probably was all that it probably had hints of that in there that made me feel that way but I do recall feeling like that at one time or another about going to nightclubs um I can't remember the last time I've been to a nightclub um and as an adult, I've, uh, you know, I've definitely, based on certain events, their location, um, I've probably felt angst about going to an event or two uh, based on a few different things, and, and those being some of them. Number two, canceling plans frequently and feeling relief when plans are canceled. Have you ever felt like that? You know, somebody who does? Yep. Mm-hmm hmm. I have. Yep. Guilty as charged. Definitely. Um, I think, well, in my older years, it's probably more has to do with not, you know, look, it's a lot to get ready. <laughs> That's why I'd rather go on vacation, because if you're on vacation, you're more inclined to go out on vacation. Anyways, I digress. Um, Cancel plans making, you know. Eh, yeah. Mm hmm. Again, if I didn't really want to go and my friends were like, yeah, let's go, let's go. You know, I'd go, but maybe didn't really want to go. So if the plans were canceled, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Like, I wouldn't push back. Um, and I think we've all been in that situation where we've called up friends early in the day. You're making plans um, only for, you know, maybe you're chilling all day. Maybe you're just, like, relaxed and you, you realize how much you just rather stay at home. And... um you know, you get a call back from the friend, they're like, hey, the plans have been canceled, you're like, great, you know, so there's times where, you know, it's okay, and it's good, but there's also times where, um, it can be a warning sign, so, you know, just be, you know, vigilant of your friends and all that, and yourself, in this case, I'm talking about me, so I definitely, like, when I share this information with y'all, I, um, I definitely pay attention to it, I don't just read it, like, I don't just share it, um, and a lot of this information for me uh it's again very in, in enlightening so yeah number 3 they have uh, experiencing anxiety or panic when thinking about social interactions i've been there as well when i was drinking when i was drinking probably at my heaviest or my the heaviest and the craziest meaning i was drinking whenever i wanted it didn't like there was i had no rules for it anymore I was, yeah, anyways, that's, I've actually had an anxiety, um, a panic attack, um, you know, just knowing that I had company coming over um, back when we lived, back when I lived in Arizona, long, 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 long time ago. But yeah, I recall that feeling. I recall just no, it was weird, but I recall the feeling and um, it brought me to my knees pretty much. Yeah, so it's a real thing. Um, We have to be aware of how we are feeling, and don't be afraid to share it with somebody. Don't be afraid to talk to someone. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no taboo about it. You know, no one's looking at you with the side eye. Nothing's going on there. Do all you can to protect. Your mental health, as I said before, I'm protecting my mental health, so I got evaluated. That's how I look at it. Protect your mental health. Get evaluated. Um, and it's I think anyone if, if, if anyone asks a question, well, who should get evaluated? Whoever wants to. If you feel like. There's some things that you can improve upon or you feel like there may be some things that are missing or things that should be there that are missing. And you're like, well, where are they at? You know, if you're looking for some answers and you're looking to kind of maybe you're looking just to kind of sharpen up your 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 mentals. That's all good, too. I don't want people to feel like you have to like there's a certain way you have to look if you go get evaluated. I'm going to tell you right now, mental health does not discriminate, okay? And a whole lot of things could factor into why a person has challenges. And I'm talking about any types of challenges. I'm talking about just be- confusion. For me, confusion, again, when my thoughts start flowing. Um, and I may have X amount of time left in the day, Um And I may have a few other things that, you know, other boxes that have to get checked. Just sitting in that space for a brief moment. That can be enough for me to just go mute and sit down and park it because I'm just inundated. Like everything is like overwhelming. And this for me has really, I feel has really become more of an impact as I've gotten older. Um, And that's why I just... I'm me. Me talking about it, me sharing my experiences, is a part of for me. Is a part of my regimen. Is a part of me um, navigating the disorders, the PTSD, the anxiety. Absolutely, because if I don't talk about it, I feel like I'll go crazy. (laughs) Flat out. That's how I feel about it. Me, just for me. And through talking about it, I'm able to learn a lot about myself. I'm able to learn even more about the disorders that I'm faced with. I'm able to learn um, a lot about my history, a lot about the life when I was a young little child and what was going on around me then. See, I'm definitely more interested in that more and more as I dig more into EMDR, as I speak more to my therapist, because... I believe I have to be absolutely available to any and all possibilities so that I don't overlook anything. And so that any any idea I may have, I can base that on facts and science. And as that pertains to the disorders that are plaguing me, I say plaguing me because I tell you right now, it, they stress me out. They stress me out. I don't like how I react to certain things. That stresses me out. I don't like the angst. I don't like how I feel. Um, it makes me feel really just I don't, inconsistent. And that's another thing. I don't like feeling inconsistent. I like feeling consistent like most people would think, most people feel. But you may be shocked at how many people wake up every day not feeling how they felt the day before. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. We are here together. I love that. Thank you so much for your time and your energy. I know you got many choices in the podcast world, so thank you for being here with me. Today, we're talking about isolation. Now, some more fun facts. You know I love my fun facts. What is behavioral isolation? Hmm. According to bio.libra.com, text.org. Behavioral isolation occurs when the presence of absence of a specific behavior prevents reproduction from taking place. For example, this is a good one. Male fireflies use specific light patterns to attract females. That goes away. Guess what you got? Behavioral isolation. Boom. So now when I heard that, and you know, that sounds kind of cool, right? I immediately thought about And again, the part that kind of captured my attention was specific, uh, the presence or absence of a specific behavior prevents reproduction from taking place. Presence or absence of a specific behavior. So, hmm, for me, what that means for me? See, I tend to forget a lot at times, right? And I think it's because... I think it's because I'm a creative. That's what I think. I think because I'm, I, I have the ability to multitask and it's ridiculous. However, my therapists and my EMDR therapists were like, well, ADHD. Hmm, You have the ability to do that. That's actually perhaps like a, I guess that would be, huh, I guess we, for the sake of the conversation, we'll call it a, a byproduct of ADHD. Um, so, but again, I don't like the fact that I forget often. But And then again, I did a lot of partying, right? Right. So maybe that stuff's catching up with me. The point is, is that even that's frustrating for me. Therefore, that provides anxiety. Again, that's why I have to do my best at keeping a regimen completely in place. A routine works best for me. I can't do like, I just, my day can't just be random. I, I don't do that. And that's just me. So if you do that, that's fine. Because if that works for you, Terrific. Um, and that's, everyone's different, right? Right. So I like that little fun fact right there. Um, why is, uh, and we all know that when we isolate ourselves, studies show that loneliness and social isolation are associated with higher risks for health problems, such as heart disease, depression, and cognitive decline. If you are in poor health, you may be more likely to be socially isolated or lonely. We all have probably known someone like that. Maybe we've been like that before. Um, I can see how that is. Definitely. A lot of people, you know, they create a life online and they never leave their house. And sometimes that could be due in part to how they look or how they perceive themselves. See, that's another powerful um, fact right there Self-perception How people perceive themselves Or how they think the world perceives them That's enough to keep people sitting still That's enough to keep a person Never to ever go outside Ever again That's the kind of thing That makes people And keeps people lonely I mean, you just heard it there. It's not a good thing. Isolation is not a good thing. If you know someone, if you have a friend, a family member, a coworker that appears to be always isolating, talk to them. Be kind. Don't pry, but be kind and let them know that you're there for them. Let them know that you care for them. Let them know that they can always come to you if they need to vent. Because that is powerful acknowledgement is powerful. I use people's name tags all the time when I'm out and about, all the time. Restaurants, stores, doesn't matter, liquor store. If you got a name tag on, I'm going to use it. That's what it's there for, right? Right. It's not just there in case of an emergency. That's your identifier. You know what I'm saying? So When we use people's name tags, their names, we're saying... Oh, I see you. Your name is. Hey, what's up, Alan? You know what I'm saying? It's powerful. It's when we walk by people and we don't say anything. Now that that's not a good thing at all. That's a negative. That's my opinion, but it's a negative. I think it's a negative. Why do I think it's a negative? Let me tell you why. Because as human beings, we're transmitters. I think some of you may have heard me say this before. We're transmitters. You break us all the way down. We're atoms and molecules, right? Right. We're energy. So we transmit energy even when we don't say nothing. We, tra- In fact, I believe we transmit probably the most energy when we don't say nothing. And people, as we are, transmitters, we all read that difference. Some of us don't read the energy at all. Some people can read the room, some people can't read the room. Other people, the 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 savants in the room reading business. You understand me? So when you understand and you feel that your energy is good, so good, you want to share it? Everywhere you go, you'll, you'll, you'll smile at people. And I'm talking just, you know, there's a plethora of ways to acknowledge someone. You could say hi, you could wave, you could not say nothing, you could wave, you could nod, you can give them a wink, you know, you can give them a, you know, what's up, nod, or, you know, you can give them a pen. You know, there's so many ways. So it's powerful because when we don't do that, we may be feeding into a... Situation where this individual is possibly moments from taking their life. Because isolation can get that heavy for some people. Okay? So let's say hello to people when we pass by. Give them a nod. You know, if they look suspect, say hello. Because that could be a deterrent. Hello. Uh-huh, there you go. Let's keep it going here. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying... There is a way to use kindness to keep you safe, to help others see themselves. Because look, when we acknowledge people, not only are we saying, hey, hi, hello, but we're saying, I see you. And some, many, many people who battle with depression and anxiety, PTSD, and you don't know how or when or where they Picked it up, or how it happened for them, but it's a real thing, and so acknowledging a person—it's a very kind gesture. It's very warm. It's—it's it's very. I think it's just simply powerful, and it can go a long way, and it can help a person go a long way. You know. All right. Um, why is isolation a coping mechanism? I think we already covered this one, but I'm going to dig into this again. Um, isolation is a result of anxiety and depression, in that some individuals use it as a self induced coping mechanism to deal with excessive worry and avoid human interaction. For others, isolation is a key driver of anxiety and depression, craving the support of stimulation that socialization provides. It's kind of hard to be social if you prefer to isolate. Right? Right. The coping mechanism, I I mean, again, I'm guilty there. Um, What was I looking to gain from it? Peace. Control. Probably more control than peace. And control of what? Control of just my environment. Control of what's around me. Because that made me feel better. Again, these are feelings I would just have growing up. And I can remember a few just even as a young adult um, where, you know, I probably didn't pick up the phone a few times. I think we all have friends like that. We probably know someone like that. You may be like that. I know I was like that. And I have friends like that. I knew when my friends didn't really want to go out, even though they'd be like, oh, yeah, man, we going. Oh, I'm going to be there. Don't even trip. I'm going to be there. And then you go to call them and they can't be reached. You know, I could like a few of my friends, we could tell when, you know, it was just a good time to go out and a good time to ask them to go out. And then, you know, they would allow it to appear to be a good time to ask them to go out. But really, they didn't want to go out. And so when it would come time, you know, you call later on, you you know, you call your friends like you want to follow up before y'all, you know, get together uh, for the evening. And so there'd be like that kind of afternoon, early evening call. Yeah, they wouldn't pick up. Or I wouldn't pick up. Yeah. I, I, just and, and just simply didn't want to go. Because I'd rather, con- I'd rather stay in an environment where I can control it and not control it for anyone else other than myself. And that would basically mean I was probably going to be alone because that's really what I was probably after at that point in time. Um, how do you deal with being isolated? According to mind.org.uk, here are some tips to manage loneliness. Number one, take it slow. Meaning, take your time with yourself. And I'm referring to myself. I'm not here to tell anyone what to do, how to do it, when to do it. That's not my business. Um... Take it slow to me, that means that's code for me to reflect. That's code for me to be patient with myself um, and to take it slow and, and so that I can navigate safely. That's, that's a very important one um, because, you know, everyone manages that feeling different. I, I believe everyone manages uh, the feeling of loneliness different. Some people, you could talk to them about it and they're okay to talk about it. Some folks, they 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 shut up or shut down. They sh- well, they shut up and shut down. You know, uh, they go mute because they don't want to go there. They don't want to be that vulnerable, especially if they don't know you. You know, that could really push someone away um, if they're already in that space. Number two, make new connections. Hmm, that's a good one takes a lot of courage though. So you got to be willing and ready, right? Um, and making new connections that could mean, you know, at work, outside of work, um, perhaps at a gym, perhaps maybe you belong to a chess club, just making and the thing is if you're out looking to make new connections as a way to get out from being isolated or self-isolating, perhaps do it with a friend, How's that? Number three, try peer support. Professionals, uh, friends that are professionals and maybe ask them just kind of outside of work um, or just talk to friends who you feel that you can trust. I know for myself, I have a pretty cool group of guys that I'm able to talk to um, and I can go in depth about different parts of life with each of them as they can with myself. That's pretty cool, I think so. If you have support system, friends, colleagues, um, again, people that you can trust, people who are not, yeah, who you can trust and, you know, who aren't going to judge you and they're not going to make you feel weird or different or awkward or basically they're going to just support you. They won't make you feel otherwise because of what you're trying to understand about yourself. Number four, try to open up. Hmm. How many of us try that? (laughs) Um, I have to do that. I've, I'm doing that now. I'm doing that right now. Opening up for me has been very helpful. It is scary. It will continue to be scary and awkward. But that's why I'm going to continue to do it. Because I believe it helps. It helps me to manage my other issues that definitely require my energy they require me to be with a clear head and a clear mind they require me to work out they require me to get adequate sleep you know what i'm saying like that whole program that regimen i said that before it's really important to have that um number five talking therapies counselor psychologist psychiatrist etc um important if you can definitely i believe if you know look at the back of your insurance card if you have health insurance it's boom right there and if you don't i believe you may be able to still get some assistance um against someone that you trust right do your research don't just go to anybody do your research number six social care social care yeah Social care, social, well, look, being a part of society, being involved in society is a healthy thing. So be prepared to be social if you're going to head out. Be prepared to have, you know, a social media of sorts that highlights or, yeah, that highlights your life. and Or just gives, you know, maybe a, a snapshot of who you are, you know. And because that's going to, you know, you want it to reflect you and the best version of you. Right. Absolutely. Number eight, be careful when comparing yourself to others. Yeah, don't do that. Mm -mm, We don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm not saying it because I'm I'm not saying that to do it because I'm saying it. Let's just say I'm saying we like to stay healthy. Right. Right. That kind of has the vibe of an unhealthy trait. Yeah. A little bit, you know, being yourself is the most Beautiful thing ever. No matter what you look like, do you. Be you. Be all of you. Own it. You know? Uh, Self-love, self-care, man. You can't go wrong. It's very difficult to love someone else if you can't love yourself. It's very difficult. Okay? I've been there. It's hard. And, you know, we don't want to look for what we desire in others. I've been there too. It didn't work out so well. Um, and I've had people look at me that way. And again, it didn't work out so well. And because neither one of us picked it up early, we had to go through some time. You, I mean, you understand where I'm going with this? It's like being vigilant is the best thing going. And self-love, self-care, it has to start with self before it can go with someone else. I believe that. I really do believe that. So yeah, love yourself before you love someone else. And look, the more you love yourself, the more you can love someone else. Hello. That's a good look right there. And the last one, number eight, look after yourself. We just talked about that. Self-love, self-care, self-awareness. That's what it's about. That's important because I feel like a, like a part of the reason I'm able to manage myself and manage what I battle with um is because I'm involved in like I'm active in my life and I like to do a lot of things and we travel and we do some cool things and whatnot, but um we show up and it's not easy. Every day, like I said before, I have I don't like for me the inconsistency in waking up and not feeling Like I felt the day before, especially if I woke up the day before feeling really good. Now, do I expect to feel the same way every... Do I expect to wake up feeling the same way every morning? Put it like this. I like to look at that and say that's a good reflection of how... Like of where I am within, right? Right? I mean, I would think that would show at what level of peace I'm at. So, I guess I'm not at that much of peace. I mean, I am, but... I mean, we all have things that we stress over, and I, I I know for me right now, there are some some things that I definitely do stress over, and I could do a much better job at not do you know that might be, yeah. Cause I tell you right now, sleep is super important. Sleep is super, 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 super important. And that falls right in there with looking after yourself. Okay? It falls right in there. So, you know. I think I just learned something right now. Like I said, I'm being completely transparent with y'all. So I'm also learning things real time in the moment as I'm sharing them with you. And, um, you know, yeah, I guess if I did wake up feeling the same way every morning, and what I mean by feeling, um, you know, ready to get after it, excited, right? Like wake up excited, kind of like you would be excited to go to the beach on a summer day, you know, um and I get that every single day I mean can I wake up like that I would think that's is that too much is that too much to ask I'm not I don't think it's too much to ask and like I said to me that would be a reflection of a person and you know them being at peace um so hmm I mean I'm at peace but I do stress about some things so there you got there you go look I got work to do still. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we gotta be here, there, here. Oh yeah, and can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time. And have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Thank you so much again for being with me today, as you are every Saturday. Today we're talking about isolation, and this has been a good one. I've, 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 I've really enjoyed. I enjoy all the shows, but I have really enjoyed this one. Um, and let's talk about how to fight isolation, right? Because I've given you a lot of information. I've shared a lot about what I've been through, but let's talk about a little bit more how I combat it, how I get after it, um, even on the days I really don't, because there will be some days I don't want to get after it. But look, I have to. I have to. I don't have the luxury of just not doing anything, right? So let's talk about ideas for staying connected. Mm -hmm. Number one, get moving. Exercise decreases stress boosts your mood and increases your energy. Again, according to nia.nih.gov. Yo, I like this right here. Y'all know I I like to be active. I work out, I do my stretches, my meditation. It's a grind, but it's a part of a bigger plan, right? Right. It's not just the workout. It's the whole regimen, all of it. The meditation, the stretching, the nutrition, the sleep, the hydration, okay? And even the energy that I expose myself to or that I promote. Mm -hmm. We'll talk more about that probably next show. Um, Number two, volunteer. You'll feel better by helping others. That's true. That's true. If you feel like you, look, if you, um, in fact, that's a great example of social care right there. Go out, volunteer at a soup kitchen. You could feed less fortunate individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's very helpful for sure. Um, my wife and I, we're going to be doing that this holiday season coming up. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the experience. I'm looking forward to it because there are always others that can use a helping hand. So why not be that hand? Right. Right. Number three, stay in touch with family, friends and neighbors in person, online or by phone. Look, I know it can be a little tough to stay in touch with people. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm also pretty good at just sending out a text message saying, hey, what up? I love you. Thinking about you. Hope you're doing terrific. Talk soon. Remember what I said earlier? Acknowledgement. It's powerful, baby. It's powerful. It is so powerful because you just don't know what kind of day that other person's having. That's why it's also so great to use names on name tags. The person that's serving you at the restaurant could be having a very, very, very bad week. And you just saying, hey, Amber, thank you so much for all your help. Have a wonderful evening. That right there. Oh, my goodness. That's all it could be to change a person's day. Just that. Just that. Like I said, it's super powerful. We have to understand how powerful acknowledgement is because it helps people. It's a real thing, people. All right, let's keep it going. And the last one, number four, consider adopting a pet. I know y'all knew that was coming. Animals are sweet. They're warm, they're cuddly They are a responsibility So before you get one Make sure you set up your home Give them a space Their own dedicated space That's important Having a pet is like having a child We all know that And I have children We have children and a pet It's a lot of work However Very, 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 very good for the soul no doubt about it. No doubt about it. If you know, you look, if, if you have a friend who is, you know, they tend to withdraw socially um, often, you know, say hello to them. Talk to them. Pull them aside. Take them out aside from the group. Take them to some froyo or something. Keep it simple. Let them know that you're there for them remember acknowledgement is powerful. It's absolutely powerful. Isolation can be a very bad thing. A person who is socially withdrawn removes themselves from encounters and interactions with others. There are many reasons why people may choose not to connect with others, including anxiety, fear, shame, vulnerability, potential of rejection. I've been there. It can be a reflection of an underlying mental health condition. That's how serious this stuff is. That is according to VeryWellHealth.com. Yeah. So talk to your friends. Don't just let them be mute around you. Make them smile. Make them laugh. Ask them how their day is. That alone? Man, that's like one of those questions that could just open up the floodgates. Sometimes people just need to be asked, hey, how are you doing? Because that alone will let them know someone else cares about how they are. And that is powerful. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, or you just want to say hello, you can email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you are on the Twitter, huh? we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single one of y'all for tuning in today. I know you have many choices in the podcast, but also thank you so much for choosing Living Your Truth with Tavares. I absolutely, and I mean, I absolutely appreciate each and every single one of y'all. Your energy, no matter where you're listening from, your bedrooms, work, school, the car, Maybe you in the gym and you got your Dre beats on or whatever. I thank you. I really, really do. In the meantime, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Protect your energy. It's necessary to survive. On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. I believe when it comes to being the best at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything, but we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams, that being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always going to be a basketball player. You're not always going to be a football player. You're not always going to be a hockey, golf, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always going to be these things, but what you will always be is you. You. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions. One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then we are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay, as it should be, but I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message. From me to you, until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com and if you're on twitter we are at l-i-v-i-n-u-r truth and if you're on tiktok instagram or facebook we are at living (laughs) your truth podcast yeah that's right oh yeah husk what's up Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, Cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound, don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that.